This is Billy Forbes with Ryo Casey. You are listening to the Force Nines podcast with my boy Swaggy and Scotty Mac. Miss you, San Antonio. It's the one, the only, the ain't no stopping, it's the Schweganopolis. Schweganopolis. And it's your boy, Scotty Mack. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, football fans around the, around the world and, you know, just around the corner, apologies that it's been so long since we've sung our song, but we are back. It's time to rock and roll. That's right, baby. So let's just jump right into it, Schweggs. The the recent back-to-back home wins propelling our beloved SAFC all the way from next to last place up into the final playoff spot as we sit and breathe today. And we're in the driver's seat, which is amazing. That that is we very did, true. We went out and we was off to the playoffs, and Coach Powell will see him banging the drum. Right. <laughs> well, and you know, I know we tweeted, but he had some fantastic forearm action after the, oh, yeah, the win this, this last gift. week, which was fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah, the troll didn't get us. Yeah, apparently there's a troll in this. Uh, back Over in the corner of uh, the the L and R, there's a troll that we've been made uh, made aware of. But you're right, Schweggy. We go from literally sucking air to you know sucking up on the competition, and we're nipping at the heels of not just staying in that eight spot, but hopefully moving up a spot or two. And with upcoming matches against teams that really are, are right St. there Louis with us, is next week, and where and are they? And then right after right that, Swope Park. You got you know both of the. We're gonna do a double dip in the Show Me State against St. Louis FC, right. and then with Swope Park Rangers. I mean, it's it's an exciting time. The club has bounced back. Uh, and I have to tell you, this was all kind of amidst the backdrop of the, the injuries to season injury, ending injuries, excuse me, to, to Josh Ford and Stephen McCarthy. Um, I dare I say that the suspension of Josh Ford turned out to be kind of one of those, you know, blessings in disguise. Right. I, I know the performance, I think, you know, Cardoni had one win and two losses during that time, but it gave him experience that he wouldn't have garnered otherwise. And it's showing off now because you have back-to-back wins, just had a really fantastic clean sheet, you know, in this last match. So, you know, it's like that Garth Brooks song, some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Well, um, especially at keeper position, you need confidence and swag, and it does seem like um, those um, those games that he got to play all those minutes uh, seem to be yeah paying dividends because he does have a lot of confidence back there now. He had a great save, or um, almost I lost another keeper, like because he had that one where he, he had to stretch it really far, banged his arm shoulder. against yeah, the, yeah, that's right against the pipe, and um, 
I know, like, I was watching, unfortunately, I had to watch it on TV, but Jeff Sheen was even talking about, okay, so who's the third string keeper, you know, and I, I forget, I forget his right. Is there something wrong with hitting the pipe? Oh, I, I mean, I mean in, in, in football, of course, of course, of course, that's what I meant. Um. But it really, it really was, it's, um, and, and, you know, this last match, lots of substitutions, um, and I think used for the most part wisely. I wasn't sure about why JJ came in with just a few minutes left. That one, I, I understand the need to maybe try to bag a, a second goal. I, I totally understand that, but it just Probably seems... speculate a couple of reasons. I think maybe Darren wants to get him primed up again for, you know, playoff run, perhaps. Because um, he hasn't seen a lot of minutes lately, and I, I don't know, maybe it's just time to get him into the rotation Kind of warm, I don't know. Well, and, and I think, you know, when we had the interview with, with the gaffer, you know, not too long ago, I think he spoke about everyone having the need to be ready and the fact that during the course of the season, you're going to have injuries, but you can't let them define you. And we're seeing that right now. The club literally was probably at its, at its darkest. Um, you know, we had like, what, three losses and a draw in the previous four matches before these back-to-back wins. I mean, right. what an amazing week to to have, you know, just a, an exciting 3-2 win on Wednesday, and then you turn around a few days later and you gut out, you know, a 1-0 win. You have the the injury, not the injury, but the weather, you know, uh, stoppage, you know, in the second half to kind of delay things. I think it was like 30 minutes or so, but it really was a fantastic effort. And I think, I know the fans enjoy it, but when you see Frank tell you, Frank the Tank, starting to get... You know more minutes, and you can see just what he's capable of. Those are the things that excite you. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the the Cameroon cannon. You know, he just continues to find ways to to terrorize the defense. Um, Rafa does what Rafa does. I mean, he's finding holes. There were lots of other chances that, even though they didn't materialize, the fact that they were able to kind of have that build up, and you could see just the the, the quick passes in traffic and trying to find those open lanes that maybe was missing during some of that long losing streak. Yeah. No, they definitely looked very sharp. I mean, there's I mean, Rafa had a great um, – his shot was great with that beautiful assist by Taylor Morgan, who I jokingly refer to as Jack Skellington because, honestly – He's so tall, and he has kind of a kind of leans forward a little, a little bit, bit of a lurch. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of a lurch. And every time I see him running on the field, it's like Jack Skellington running on the pitch. But so funny. But he had a beautiful assist to Rafa, who put it away. But um, there was one Rafa play that kind of concerned me a little bit, though, because you might remember it was the ball was kind of put in front of him, and Rafa kind of stared at it. Yes, <laughs> and, and, and it, it was just that had, moment of hesitation. Yeah, that he hesitated like, one minute, and then the Sounders guy got it in a flash. But <clears throat> I wasn't going to go back to tie you one thing a little bit too. We do have to control his temper. I mean, we got... Because that was the kind of the second storyline from that game was the no calls. You know, Correct. that was it, a rowdy it, game. And for there to really and, be no cards, yeah. you know, called whatsoever, I don't know. Again, everyone's entitled to her, his own opinion. You can berate the USL refs all you want. I understand they're going to be inconsistent. But that's within any kind of league of play, no matter what your sport is. Even yeah. at the highest levels, you're going to have some refs who are better than not. You can't let that get in between your ears, and you can't let it, you know, there's that fine line that you just don't cross, and thankfully he didn't cross it, at least in the eyes of this ref, but... <laughs> well, it was, I, yeah, maybe that was part of it. Maybe the ref just didn't quite catch it, or it just happened too fast, because, I mean, it, the Sounders, too, I mean, defender was hanging on to him pretty good. I mean, it, 
He looked like he was almost piggybacking. Yeah, him. yeah. So I understand how he was like super frustrated, and but you can't like show. He shoved them pretty hard, you know. And and then they got up and got in each other's face, and then how you. No, I think what they bit, were doing but. is they wanted to talk about where they were going to go out to eat after that. They weren't oh, really. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well. No, it, it was just that can be contentious. There's a lot of good restaurants in San Antonio. You know, it's, it's, you he know didn't know where the best Mexican food place was, and Frank was trying to tell him there's so many options. Right. I mean, it's kind of like when you're a single guy. You know, it's like, wait a minute, why, you know, limit yourself to a burger when you can go to a buffet? Exactly. You know what I mean? And that might have been what they were arguing about. I think that's what it was. I don't think it's anything more than that. You know, Frank, he's number 24 on his jersey, but he's number one in your heart. Give him a chance. He's going to get better and better. I do like the fact that... And I'm sure they talked to him about it too after the game. Oh, sure. Yeah, they're like, let's talk about that, uh, you know, little tussle there. Like, we need to, you know, so I'm sure, you know, it's, it's been rectified, but... Well, and, you know, the other thing that I like is the the depth of the club is really coming through. I mean, I was it's every bit as I was as gutted to hear about Ford being out. Obviously, uh, McCarthy, that, that one, I mean, yeah, it, he's out, and there's not much you can do about it. He was such a stalwart. He, I think all of these guys have the respect and admiration of, the, of their teammates. Right. But I think for those of us who are watching, you know, every single match, you see the presence that he has and how he kind of helped hold that back line together. You know, we, we talk about, you know, gay and how it's good to be gay. You know, the goals against average right. um, for our keepers. That's not just a product of how the keepers play, but also the entire back line. Um, and it's also good to be gay if that's your personal choice. We don't judge here. This is a judgment-free zone. If you love football, we want you here. But it really is. And, and that's – I was worried about the, the drop-off and how the back line was going to perform. And to, you know, within, what, 72 hours later, hold on to a scoreless, you know, 1-0 win. That, that yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, it was. And, and not to say that there weren't some close calls. Not to say that there weren't – but this this next two matches, dare I say, Schweggs – really has the opportunity to define this season, uh, be it good or bad. Uh, I think if you could get a win and a draw, that would be ideal. Uh, you know, if you get a win and a loss, you still get three points yeah. here. But you can't come out of this two-match stretch with two losses, losses yeah. or like a, a, a draw and a loss. I mean, if you go up to the show-me state and you don't show me anything, it's not to say that you can't use those last five matches because you have three of your last five at home. And remember, you have... You know, that, that Sunday match coming up. I think it's the only Sunday match right. of the season. Um, but it is and, – and I don't want to put any pressure on the club. They understand, you know, as, as um, you know, the coach told us, we take it one match at a time. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. We as fans and supporters and, you know, um, pontificators on the pod, we, we like to, you know, reach out there. But you really have to have that bunker-down mentality, focus on your next opponent, you know, figure out what their strengths and weaknesses are, and then go from there. But these next two matches, Schweggs, I will be more than impressed if we can come out with two wins. Two wins, I think you can almost say you're going to hold on to that eight spot and maybe even move up some. Yeah, I think so. That'd be huge. Because you're, you know, as it sits right now, you're only three back from Orange County. I don't know if you're going to catch up with Galaxy Two. You know, they're I think five or six points ahead of us. Uh, but hey, you know what? Right in front of them is OKC in Colorado, so you kind of have a log jam from that second through fifth spot. So there's an opportunity, and we'll see how it plays out. But we do have well, the, the the good thing is is we have the offensive firepower now. Yes, we lose McCarthy, and we kind of lose his height for some set pieces and whatnot. But um, but what Caesar's Frank, bringing, what Frank's yes. bringing, what Rafa's bringing. Um, yes. I, I mean, there's and, and obviously there are other guys on the club. The first 20 minutes of the Sounders game, we were absolutely lighting their back line up. Correct. There were so many. Or maybe it was the 
no, 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 no. The first half almost. Uh, almost or, a whole first half, and it yeah. really felt like there, there was a goal to be had there. And you know, although it didn't come until later, um, and then even after that, we had several chances. I, I think that wasn't you know, really like that in the beginning mid of the season. I mean, usually we were it was like midfield, a lot of midfield play, a lot of defending. I mean, I don't really remember <laughs> um, the offense quite as explosive as they are right now. Well, in you know, in the Arizona match, uh, you know, Arizona United, it right. really was. That was one of those. You're up three one, and I know you know. Uh, was it Rooney or Looney? Whoever, I'm. I'm and apologies here, <laughs> Rooney. You know, he had the, the the late goal that almost gave them the, the second chance at maybe pulling out a draw. But um, the the fact that there were so many. I mean, I think we had like like seven or, or eight shots on goal in that match, which was really impressive. Um, and it's you know the fact that we know, hey, we can gut out you know the one nil kind of wins, but we can also open up a little bit of firepower in some of this. You know, these three two or yep. three one kind of wins is, is really outstanding. That was huge talk, success. Talk us through it, Schweggs. I mean, it really was outstanding. Well, basically, uh, yeah, Christopher Drew and Eric Rios, um, they basically hatched the ideas. Like, hey, you know what? Um, we need to get start doing some community drives. Um, so the first one on the docket was doing a back-to-school drive, uh, which is perfect timing. Um, school, like, as you, we were talking about today, like, everyone's got their back-to-school pictures up on Facebook, uh, which is great to see, you know, but... Um, so that was the first one. Um, it was there was a good turnout. A lot of stuff was donated. A lot of school clothes were donated. I heard they um, had to turn away some people. Some people wanted to donate some six packs. I mean, I love the I love the enthusiasm. I, I love the creativity. But you know, unless the kids are going off to college, yeah, I don't know if that's it's appropriate. K twelve, yeah, it's a kind of a K twelve. It's, it's a K twelve. What K twelve? Yeah. Um, so, anyways, yeah, there, there are plans for like. What we're gonna do next is like so the the post the post tailgate leftovers that's gonna be like we're gonna bag, bag that up and head out to the homeless shelters. Homeless and, shelters, yeah, that's fantastic. It's super super cool. Uh, and, and I think that that's the fantastic thing about you know not, not just Mission City Firm because we know that they rock, but I think all of the supporter community is realizing this is you know it's it's more than just what the the club is doing on the pitch it's everything outside of that i know the club just recently had their community day where they went out and you know chipped in on several community projects in the local area which coming from their parent club sse is i mean that's we expect that but you should never take it for granted because those are the things i think that really endear you know the safc brand to folks who may not be familiar with it yet right. you know for us it's a household name we live it we breathe it we eat it we drink it you know sometimes we even excrement it you just you know <laughs> it's 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 all a part of who we are and what we do but to see that in action and the way that you know safc is covering it and they're not trying to say hey here we are but wait a minute we're going to give back we're not just going to take from this community we're going to give back i mean right, right there that's what puro penche safc is all about yeah and you know, walking the walk, not just talking. So that's such a great way to just grow the game, too. You know, Schwigs, another thing I want to talk about is 
You know, I, I know uh, recently we started kind of a nickname contest, and a lot of that hatched from when you look at a lot of the, you know, the, the clubs, and, and not to, to knock any of the names, but you have plenty of FC and SC, and, and all that's great, but when you talk with people, they're like, but who are they? Yes, they're SAFC, but what do we call them? You can't just say, yeah. oh, this is SAFC forward, you yeah. know, blah, 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 or hey, this is SAFC, you know, keeper. All the English teams. You know, they, it, in, 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 you know, so it really got us thinking about, okay, wait a minute, um, we're the supporters, we're the ones who, you know, really have a hand in that. The club doesn't just come out from our hindsight and you shall right. call them the this. Precisely, maybe, you know. Right. Um, and we're just having some fun with it. We don't yeah. know if it'll stick, but we've had some really, really great results. I think, you know, we've had a couple of pools of, of picks, and right now it looks like uh, we have the Stripes and we have Los Canteros kind of leading the way with the most votes. We also have the the Fighting Chupacabras. But even in English, though, I think Los Canteros sounds pretty awesome. Like the Quarrymen. Oh, mean, that's that's a pretty yeah, well, sweet and, name. And and someone I, I forgot who it was uh, actually mentioned on Twitter. They were talking about you know the nice thing about Los Canteros is it's kind of like Los Niños. It's it's boys and girls. You know oh, in the right, Spanish. Right, right, right. So you know you can use it interchangeably. And you know I started thinking. You know, I think someone actually tweeted a picture of the, you know, the little whistle at the beginning of the Flintstones, and it got me thinking about, you know, a little theme song, you know, Canteros, meet the Canteros, they're a modern football family, from the town of SA, they'll steal your heart and then your hard-earned money, every single Super Saturday, join them as we love to watch them play. Canteros, we're the Canteros. You'll have a puro pinche good time. A puro pinche good time. You'll have a gay old time. Bam. Actually, Swags, I, I thought about yeah. that on, on the way over, but yeah, it really kind of hit me. I mean, you know, Los Canteros, I mean, you know, we play yeah. in an old quarry. I mean, what's better than have it, you know, maybe you're the Fred and I'm the, the Barney Rubble, you know, doing podcasts and just getting into trouble. You know, um, but it is. It's a lot of fun. I, I, that's, I think that's what we're hoping is that as we kind of continue to do this, maybe we can find something that you know all supporters alike will really kind of you know latch onto. Latch onto. Yeah. Yeah. Latch onto. Yeah. I mean, were you reading <clears throat> my mind again? Yeah, I guess so. What am I thinking right now? I'm not latching onto that. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not latching onto that. Sorry. It's man. okay. I know you have. I, I know you have PM. <laughs> not PMS. ESP. What am I thinking about? Read my mind. <sighs> Pull it out. That's what she said. Oh, we're getting way off topic here. But, you know, Swags, uh, before we wrap this up and always wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen, um, I I know we've been, you know, we've had a few folks, hey, it's taken you guys, you know, a while to, to do a pod. Things with uh, the podcast duo of, uh, you know, Schweggy and Scotty Mack have, have been, you know, a little in flux right now. And we're a firm believer that it, it's not the length, it's not the size, it's how many times we can make the podcast rise. Ooh. You know, but, but in, all, in all seriousness, it, it really is about, you know, we're not about quali- quantity, we're about quality. We may not be able to do this once a week. And, and props and kudos to those who do, you know, the, the other podcasts that are out there. But honestly, as the founding forefathers of, you know, <laughs> football podcasting in San Antonio we're one of those we just enjoy getting along enjoy having a good time enjoy talking about the club that we love and we hope that you guys enjoy listening to it as well I mean that's really what it's all about so until next time it's your boy Scotty Mac the Schweganopolis the Schweganopolis ain't no stopping us thank you for everything Schweggs oh time out we gotta do prediction here in the double dip 
We have to do prediction here, so I'm going to give you just a second here before we get to you know the the upcoming matches here. We've got St. Louis coming up, and then right after that we got Swole Park. So this coming Saturday, St. Louis. What do you call Schwags? I'm going to go uh, two one. I think the, the the firepower we've been experiencing will give us the two, and I think um, back line will be go. Uh, and Karkin's been playing back there. Karkin's been, I mentioned it, like, he's playing like Harry Gibson. He's fast as hell. He's aggressive. Snuffing shit out. Um, so I'm going to go 2-1. 2-1, okay. 2-1, uh, let me, game. I'll give you my St. Louis here real quick. Okay, I'll yep. jump in. I'm going to go with maybe a little more offensive firepower. Uh, I'm going to go with maybe oh. a 3-2. Oh, shit. 3-2 win. Okay. 3-2 win. I think we might have that. Um, and, and hopefully it's similar to Arizona United where we're up 3-1 and they just happen to score a, a late goal. But I'll go 3-2. All right, what about Swole Park? You know, just a few days later. Kansas City, here we come. Tough. They got yeah. some crazy little women and I'm going to get me none. Oh, sorry. Because <laughs> I'm married. Anyways. No, we had a tough time last time. I don't, I don't think it's going to be any different. Maybe a little worse in, the, in there, Jim. Um, I'm going to say, oh, gosh. I'm going to take a 2-1 loss. 2-1 loss? Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with the draw on that one. I'm going to go with kind of a, a – I'm going to go with – 2-2 two, two or 1-1. One, one. I'm feeling like there'll be some goals, but... Um, they play very tight. They did. Well, and, and the, it's... You know, the other thing we have to realize is these clubs, just like we're fighting for our playoff life, they're doing the same thing. So yeah. I think if we could get That's a win, good. if we could get one win, at least anything above three points out of these two matches is fantastic. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I don't think you can go <clears throat> much worse than three points. No. No, so, absolutely. all right, well, we've thrown Appreciate out our, our, uh, our fearless predictions, so we'll see how everything rolls out. And until next time, stay safe. SAFC over everything. Let's have fun, baby. Out. At night, I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always dressing. I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating and blood starts coming out my nose. It's somebody watching me act, but I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back. I can see him when I'm deep in the covers. When I awake, I don't see the motherfucker. He owns a black hat like I own, a black suit and a cane like my own. Some might say, take a chill, B, but fuck that shit. There's a nigga trying to kill me. I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows. Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window. Investigating a joint for traps. Taking my telephone for taps. I'm staring at the woman on the corner. It's fucked up when your mind is playing tricks on you.